With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Hello and welcome to the Darling Download. It's Stakes Day and my offsider is back, Chris Nelson. Chris, welcome. Sammy, uh, great job last week. Who helped you out? Ryan Wiggins. What a jet. What an absolute four start tips, tipping winners. Four tips, four wins. I expected a call this week. Don't come Friday. <laughs> yeah, good. Actually, yeah. don't come Saturday. Thanks to, uh, <laughs> thanks to Wigo. He did a great job. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, it's been a, it's been a hectic week. Well done to you, you April in Augusta. Yeah. What a superstar she is. Yeah, she is. She uh, she ran really well, and um, hopefully she. I think probably get another run out of her this preparation. Then she'll go for a break and be set for the Stratbrook. <laughs> wow, wait, Stratty, here we go. Joking. Well, Kelly doesn't know that yet, but I'll let him know well, later. I'll tell in the you week. what. Well, <laughs> you, you let him know how much you love him when you were on him the, and CJ Graham, my two favourite people. You were on the on the beers and uh, and everything thought, else. You thought you need yeah shots and a lot responsibly you, though. You things. thought you needed to go and send Kelly Schweder a message telling him you love him, and that's really <laughs> sweet. That's, it is. There's a lot of that's owners that don't about. have that relationship with their traders. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what life's all about: being nice, being kind. How was uh, Melbourne Town for you? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, went to the Derby. It was just too busy for me, so I got out of there and went back to the casino and watched them on the TV. So uh, a bit more that way inclined these days. I don't see enough if I'm on track. Yeah, I want to see those. In, I mean, I can't see any Brisbane racing, really, unless I try and find a spot. And nah, So uh, out of there I went. I mean, if you're... How you crazy know, is it that you'd sit, in, and you'd sit in front of the TV and you'd go from Channel 10 to watching oh, Flemington, Channel 7 to I did that on Sydney. Tuesday. And then uh, Sky Channel to watch Brisbane races. Yep. Like, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it makes for an awkward day, really. I, I ended up didn't watch the Sydney races the last half of the guard because got sick of changing the channel. Well, you missed out on the barn dance? <laughs> the bush dance, the, the barn, barn dance, dance, the little the, dance, the big dance. The crazy mm. dance. Now, uh, the Darling Download, we've got uh, six of the best tonight uh, yes. up the range at Toowoomba. We're going to chat to Perry Cronin who is uh, someone that's a bit left field. He's, uh, he has a sports museum uh, in the Darling Downs and very popular. Wow, that's different. He's going to tell us about all, all the rock stars that come from the Darling Downs. I thought he would uh, be a different one to have a chat to this week. So looking forward to chatting to Perry. We're going to chat to Michael Hellyer, who's a jockey that's been in great form and he's yep. got a good book of rides tonight. And, of course, Jonathan Davies, the tipping superstar from Aquas, will get JD on board. Uh, Melbourne Cup, gee, uh, a beautiful ride by Mark Zara in the Melbourne Cup. Well done. You tipped the Melbourne Cup winner as well, didn't you? I did, but, uh, look, I was just on him from his from his Queensland campaign, winning the Lord Mayors and the Q22. There was no other horse I wanted to be on, so I just stuck with him. Sometimes you just got to do that and get it right every now and again. <laughs> And this year was fortunate. But, no, he was really good. So I suppose he heads off for a break. And, uh, I don't know, the Australian Cup, is that the natural progression? Yeah, it's normally the yeah. go, isn't it? Yeah. What, what they do. He's, um, I don't know how they're going to beat him. 
Yeah, he's a good horse, and they've they've done a good job with him. They've placed him well, and they they, he had his issues some time ago, didn't he? And and uh, well, he had his issues leading In the Melbourne into the Cup. Caulfield Cup, didn't he? I thought they had to vet him leading into the Caulfield they did. Cup. He was they not did. Trying You're right. So well, so so you know they've done a super job, and and it was a beautiful ride from Mark Zara. Well done to Mark and Reese yeah. Murphy, uh, Mark's manager. I uh, went to school with Reese back in the day at St. Pete's and uh, he's, he does a super job um, with all his stockies, but he's had a long association with Mark Zara and he, he does a great job. No, absolute perfect ride. 15 out of 10. Well done to Jimmy Orman. Shout out to Jimmy oh, Orman who rode five winners at Jabalali last week. Uh, Jabalali Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> he's riding over there in Dubai. It's a mouthful. This weekend. And... Uh, yeah, it's a long way from Gatton, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic, though, isn't it? On the world, on the international stage, for him to ride five winners is just great for his career. Yes. Really uh, good. I think, uh, yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Well, let's get our first break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side. We're going to have a chat to Perry Cronin. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Chris O, I've got a different Sammy. theme on the Darling Download oh, today. Oh, okay. And I have gone to, well, I've got hold of Perry Owen. He's mm. our guest, our first guest on the show today. And Perry is uh, all about a sports museum in the Darling Downs. And oh, wow. I was put on to uh, Perry through Paul Hambo Hamblin. Uh, he's a good man, Hambo. And he's, yeah, he's going to start going on the books for. Um, <laughs> get, get, getting us people that we can have on our show, but Find really looking forward to this chat. <laughs> Welcome, Perry, to the Darling Download. Good. Thanks very much for that. I'll have to correct you straight away. My last name is Cronin. Oh, uh, it's Cronin. What? I don't know why. I, why did I? Why did I put Owen? Maybe that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was. Might have did the auto correct. I was going to say Cronin. Don't, don't blame the, yourself. Blame auto correct. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Perry. Sorry yeah. for that. Um, that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Small matter. Small yeah. matter. But great to have you on uh, on the Darling Download this morning. And tell us about uh, well your passion for your sports muse- museum, where you're based, and I guess uh, once we get into the chat, we want to hear about all the rock stars that have come from the Darling Download, or the Darling Downs, yeah. should I say? Yeah. Oh, there's only two on the Darling Download. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, um, we're, we're celebrating 25 years this year of um, our inception as a sports museum. Uh, it was built around you know, the legends of uh, the town of Allera district. Uh, we're on the Darling Downs, as you know, um, between Toowoomba and Warwick. They're our two biggest suburbs. Um, it's um, it was built on legends, as I said. You know, like we've got uh, right from top of the top of the tree, we've got uh, Wayne Bennett, which we're having lunch with today. Uh, Shane Webke, well, you know Paul Hamblin, he's certainly one of them, uh, and his brothers, three other brothers he's got. They're all uh, legends in sport around here. Uh, Laura Geitz, you'd know the international netballer. She's well known. And then we go back into the older people that have represented Queensland and Australia through through uh, the region around here, well, our, our shire anyhow. So we're, uh, you know, 25 years of hard work, but we've got a magnificent display together and uh, we welcome people to come and visit us yeah. paul hamblin three brothers are they all jockeys or three brothers no 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 oh they're, they're all pretty good horsemen uh darren the elder brother he's uh he competes in uh 
a lot of horse events, um, especially polo, polo cross, and uh, his daughter's into dressage and all that sort of uh, horse of horse uh, figures, all that. And um, Cameron, of course, he was um, he, uh, he waddles the local football club here. He's a, an absolute uh, legend here, and he was uh, involved in the first uh, state league win by the Whitey Clydesdales back in 1996. So um, he's a very, very tough 5'8", and uh, he still continues to coach the juniors in uh, or the under-19s in the Waddles Club here still. And um, Glenn, he lives up the, the north coast, very, very hard little um, halfback half and um, hooker, and, uh, you know, very, very hard men. They all come from uh, the nearby village of Leeburn, which uh, also uh, Shane Webke hails from. So when you're born in Leeburn, mate, you're, you're, you're carved out of an iron bark log. I'll tell you, you're tough. <laughs> <laughs> they breed them tough. They breed them tough. They won't get any tougher. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. So, so what made you uh, uh, take this on, Perry? And uh, obviously uh, you, you have a big passion for sport yourself. Yeah, well... Um, it's just that over the years, you know, you go around and you have a look at uh, museums or hotels, you see a jersey hung there and this and there. He's the local hero and he's the only one in town. And, and you think, you know, we've, we've got so many, you know, and we, we uh, had two brothers here and they were legends in the uh, Warwick competition. Ella played in the Warwick comp years ago and uh, they were good friends of mine. And uh, Brian Phelan, he was uh, renowned for being... Um, just um, slacking his dress and everything. When he ran onto a football field, he didn't even have laces in his boots. Sometimes they were wired on. And I said to him over a beer one night, I said, Brian, have you still got those old boots? He said, oh, yeah, they're under the tank stand. So uh, I said, we should get them out and frame them and, uh, and uh, hang, them in, hang them in a pub somewhere. So um, I do that for a living, sports memorabilia framing. So I framed them up uh, and I thought we should have a bit of a dinner and... Uh, Put uh, put it all together and uh, present them to Brian on the night. We filled the hall that night. It was just a magnificent night and paying tribute to uh, Brian and his brother Max, who played Queensland Rugby Union. And uh, we made a bit of money out of this. And people said we got to carry this on. We got to do this. And they we inducted them into a hall of fame. And since then we've inducted uh, 23 other people and two sporting immortals, being Wayne Bennett and Laura Goetz. So uh, we've got 25 people locally. And we've got heaps more to come. There's just uh, it, at the moment, it's incredible the, the amount of talent that's in, in this area in this town. So um, you know, like uh, Greg Holmes, the international rugby union player. You know, he's we've we've got to induct him very soon. And young kids, you know, coming through with um, swimming and um, rugby league is just incredible. What's happening here? And um, people at the top just don't realise what's happening, especially with what they're doing at the Clydesdales at the moment with. Uh, withdrawing funding and everything and you know we they, they rely on that for us to grow the kids and uh we're we're, we're honoring, honoring them with uh, tributes after they've finished their careers so um it's just our little spiel on things just the obvious question yeah. the guy with no shoelaces and you put wire in you why couldn't he just get a pair of shoelaces and why would you go to all the trouble of putting wire in your um in your boots when you don't because he's, he's hard, hard. hard. That's it. shoelaces are soft is that right <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the, the thing is, uh, that's what legends are made of. You know, if he had to run yeah, on true. with two lasers, he, 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 he just wouldn't have been the same fellow, would he? You're right. No, that's, <laughs> so, that's 100% no. right. Yep, yep. 
Yeah. Now, but now I'd, Perry, I'd hate to be running onto Lakewood Park with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. Now, Perry, I, I, I think um, getting back to to what you were just uh, talking about, um, uh, you know, all the different fields and, and how we need to support these things. And I always say, you know, I, I grew up in uh, in Victoria and, uh, well, grew up in Melbourne, but, but in my early part of my career riding uh, as an apprentice jockey, I was... Uh, you know, I would go to a lot of the non-tabs on, on Saturdays. And there was non-tabs in the Western Districts and then in the Gippsland and then the Northeast. And, and you know, they were, uh, yep. well, it was, the, it was the starting ground of, of you know, where you'd kick off and, and learn your trade. And yep. uh, like my old man used to say, Pat, that, if, you know, you can make mistakes, mistakes at those places and, and not too many people are watching, you know. And, and then that's, you know, obviously how you get better and, but I think what something that I look back on now, and I think it was such a, a great thing and a big thing for the community. You know, it was a big thing for the, those towns like Bansdale and Terrelgan and Stony Creek. And, and I think in, in Victorian racing now that we don't have those, those country towns only have one or two meetings a year. Mm. It's a big loss, you know, and, I, and it's a lot of eyes on the sport those in those country towns and people being involved in, in local race meetings that, that all of a sudden you lose that now, you know, and, and it's, I, I think it obviously carries on to the next generation. They're, they're not interested in the sport. And I, I think it's, um, you know, I understand the whole, you know, having TAB meetings and whatever, but I, I think it's a really important thing that, that we keep doing this for, it doesn't matter where you are in Australia, you need to, you, you need to pump racing up and support it for the next generation. Would that be fair to say? Very, very true. Um, with uh, the horse racing in the bush, two weeks ago we attended the Clifton races, which is only uh, yep. 10 minutes away from Ellera, and uh, they have a massive meeting twice a year, and the one the other day was incredible. The country feel of it, and uh, just the, the atmosphere, the quality of the horses, plus there's tab for um, all the other race meetings around, and they run a brilliant show, and I defy anyone to come up with anything better anywhere in the city. And uh, just the, the talent that was there, Hambay Road, he had two, two wins and a second, I think. And uh, it was just an incredible day, and you think, you know, you could be sitting in uh, the grandstand in Flemington, and it just would not be the same as a country meeting, and uh, just same quality, just not the size, that's all. And it was just brilliant. So, um, you know, country people know how to do it. And I, I really do believe that people up top, especially uh, what's happening in rugby league at the moment, they need to come and have a look and take some ideas back. Yes. I'm not a, I'm not a country person at all. Wasn't born in the country, didn't grow up in the country. But I would rather go to a country race meeting than a city race meeting. Yeah. I honestly would. I just, I like the yep. atmosphere better. The less people... Um, and I mean, I used to do some book work with a bookmaker at some picnic meetings in Victoria. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, people used to get around. They bring it. They'd be sit at a table. They bring their own chairs. They have a picnic rug, and you know, bring the esky, all that sort of stuff. It's just something about it that is more enjoyable to me. Yeah. But you know, if I was exactly. eighteen years old and you know twenty two, and I'm off to the derby or something with a bunch of people, I'd probably rather that. So maybe it depends on your age as well. Well, it's um, it's. Uh, it's funny that you should say that we should be talking about this and young people. I mean, um, I, I was only talking to uh, a good mate of mine last night and we were to, he went to Oaks Day and, and I was saying, gee, the crowd's a bit light on and looks a bit light, looked a bit light on. And, 
He said, mate, it's too expensive, you know? Like, it's... Yeah, it's cost a fortune. And and then you're getting into Flemington, you're drinking furfy beer, which is like rubbish, and, and drinking it out of uh, plastic cups. Good morning and, to the people at Furphy. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it is what it is. You know? I mean, cater for, for what people want. You know, have a selection of well, beers. I, I understand that. Can I tell you, Sammy? Yeah. I was, I was at Flemington last week for the Derby, yeah. as you know, for one race. Yeah. And uh, I looked at the taps, and they had stone and wood on tap. Yeah. At Flemington, yeah. I thought, hang on, am I seeing things? Because that's a beer I'd, you get in Queensland. You don't really get anywhere else. And it was on tap. Right. So it's not just Furphy. But there are some others now. But, but you know, there's it's it's you have to make it, obviously, uh, affordable and then a good experience for you everybody, do. you know. And, and if it's, you know, if you're asking uh, an 18 to 22-year-old to go to the races and spend a couple hundred, he's going to have nothing to have a bet with. No, you're you know? right. Like, it's... it's yeah. It has to be made um, affordable all, all right the way around. And, and what Perry's saying is, I'm sure what went on at Clifton was pretty affordable, Perry. Yeah. Well, well, I was just thinking that last year we had the Melbourne Cup uh, on its tour through our museum and uh, the boys stopped off and it was lovely. And after the event, we were shouted down to the Melbourne Cup last year and it was an eye-opener for me and my wife. But we were down there and I couldn't believe that, you know, a difference... Um, how country people operate like I was we we were uh, didn't have to pay for schooners or anything but we were pay, uh, saw other people paying nine dollars a schooner which is that's absolute cheap. criminal that's cheap <laughs> that's cheap Jesus <laughs> Clif, Clifton the other day they were five dollars a tinny so uh, you know yeah. it's just no it's no comparison but um as for that, you're saying about that, that beer we had to drink down there. I'm pretty sure they were getting it out of the stables, that stuff they were drinking down there. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a terrible beer. Absolutely wicked. I didn't didn't expect Forex to be laid on, but, God, I didn't expect that bloody whatever they put on. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, well, there was a selection there this year, so uh, there you go. There was more of a selection. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So, so <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, having Wayne Bennett uh, being the rock star of, of uh, your museum, uh, I'm sure uh, that is very popular for you. It is, yeah. No, he's, he's a wonderful man, Wayne, and uh, we're, have, we're having lunch with him today, so uh, it'll be good to catch up with him and... Um, He's just um, he's just a wealth of knowledge with rugby league, and uh, I see Ron Barassi's farewell today, and yeah. uh, Wayne Bennett is on the same same um, ilk as what Wayne is, and um, he's just a, a legend of his time, and he's still going, so uh, which is marvellous for him. He is, but yep. I wouldn't want to have to interview him. <laughs> oh, geez, I would. I don't think I'd sleep for a week if someone told me I had to interview Wayne no. Bennett. No. No, well, it, no, he, he, he's all right. He just ate, ate silly questions. That's all. And uh, you know, a lot of <laughs> lot of people rub him rub him up the wrong way, but they do it on purpose. So that's why he turns his back on people. He's a he's, he's a wonderful man, I tell you. Yep. Perry, uh, I, now I'm I've been living in Queensland for four years now, and uh, I have a great mate uh, in Ben Wright from Four Group who uh, has a box there at the. Uh, at Suncorp, and sometimes he takes me to these uh, Dolphins. He's a big Redcliffe Dolphins man, and uh, he takes me to these Dolphins games. And actually, two boxes over is the box where Wayne Bennett sits. And um, so yep. somebody that doesn't, I, I don't um, understand the game so much, but enjoy watching the game and, and learning about it. And But I was fascinated in the couple of times that I've been that 
I'm watching Wayne Bennett, and uh, I'm he's um, he how he shows no emotion really throughout the whole game. Like I, I was watching him a couple of, uh, in a couple of those ripping games, and he just sits there so focused, yeah. and everybody's going bananas, and he's just like cool as a cucumber. It's uh, it's it's actually uh, it's great to watch. Like he's just uh, he's like ice cold, isn't he? He very he is so oh, sorry. There's a helicopter going over. Um, he is, and that's yeah. <laughs> just um, that, that, that's his nature. That's what he is. But um, I watched him on TV one night after they won this game. They weren't supposed to win, and they gave the opposition a flogging, and uh, everyone's jumping around. And, and Wayne was just the same casual thing. And the reporters asked him what he thought of it. He said, "I don't know what everyone's excited about. All we did was win a game of footy. <laughs> so um, that's what." <laughs> That's what it's all about, and it? when it comes down, it was just a game of footy. It's no good getting upset, but you can celebrate hard, though. But Wayne doesn't. He doesn't uh, doesn't come into that caper. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Well, Perry, it's been uh, – I'm sorry uh, I got your name wrong at the start. It's Perry Cronin. Fantastic. Well done on your sports museum, and uh, great to catch up with you this morning on the Darling Download. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll look forward to your business, uh, your business and your visit when you come up this way. You'd be Definitely. certainly welcome. Give me a ring, and and I'll give you a guided tour, and you'll be all welcome. And I'll see if we can even get Hambo the other day. We'll be come. there for sure. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, fellas. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Perry. Good on you, Perry. <clears throat> there is Perry Cronin, and uh, he's got the sports museum uh, there, and. Uh, Really good, uh, really good chat. Let's get our first break out of... It's our second break, isn't it? Out of the way, and we'll be back on the other side. We'll have a chat to Michael Halliart, who's got a good book of rides tonight. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download this morning, uh, this Saturday morning, and it is Stakes Day down in Melbourne. It's been a big week. Uh, and one man who's been very busy is Michael Hallier, who's got a uh, good book of rides tonight, uh, but he's been in good form. He wrote a soapy bubble at uh, Bow Desert last Saturday on Derby Day. Michael, welcome to the Darling Download. Hey, guys. How are we? All is well, all is well. Now, uh, as I say, you're in good form at Bow Desert last week. And I tell you what, it, uh, I watched a couple of races at Bow Desert. They looked like there was a good crowd there on Derby Day. Yeah, they um, they got a really good turnout there the other day. And um, look, the, the track actually raced really well. The, um, you know, all jockeys and, and trainers were happy with, with the way the track raced. So, yeah, it was a really good day. Can be uh, can be a bit of a tricky track, uh, Bow Desert, can't it? No. And uh, and yeah, it's not foreign to, to getting a, a wet day there also. Uh, but, uh, yeah, played well last week. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, obviously, when they get a fair bit of rain there, the track can go um, pretty bad pretty quick. But it actually held up really good the other day. And um, it, it raced quite fair. Horses won from everywhere. It wasn't real biased, as some days it can be. But, um, yeah, no, it was really good. It was a very good day. Is it the smallest jockey's room in uh, in Queensland, or would 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 Kilcoy win that race? There's a couple of small ones, isn't there? Yeah, no, you know what, Kilcoy maybe, but um, the, the the new room they got at Warwick is probably would nearly take the cake. Um, it's quite <laughs> small as well, so 
It'd be it'd be a slip between probably a dead heat between Warwick and Kilcoy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good on a hot day. Is it air conditioned? Um, Bow Desert is Kilcoy is um, most of them are. Yeah, they should be. I mean, there's not really a room there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not a room there. That maybe maybe Dolby. I can't think if they've got an aircon, but it's pretty usually pretty cool in there anyway. So yeah, it's not too bad. I remember going to uh, Stony Creek one day and saying, "Do you think? Do you think we can get past the egg sandwiches?" I mean, just just making <laughs> egg sandwiches, right? It was just like I was just like, "Really? Can't can't we mix it up a little bit?" And Who's making egg sandwiches. Well, that's what they made. That's what they used to give the jockeys. Yeah, oh. at at, uh, at Stony yeah. Creek in the jockeys' room, and and uh, you had the cordial. You used to get the cordial. So couldn't 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 even go down and buy a box of Coke or you know Solo. We would just get the cordial down at Stony, and then yeah. Uh, so then we started going ducking out to the um, ducking out to the you know the canteen and getting um, you know getting hot chips and bite, bring 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 our own food in. And then next thing uh, we yeah. couldn't make the weight. Bluey Trotter and I couldn't make no the weight. See, they were looking after you, <laughs> eating fried chips. <laughs> It's uh yeah they can, um, they can they can mix it up in the jockeys room that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's gotten better obviously over the years. I mean, last few years have been really good. I I remember when I first moved to Queensland and I was riding at Kilcoy and they used to bring you know those um um those plastic party plates you get you know that you give kids you hand out cake on it you know yeah. you give the kids real tiny plates. That's that would be our fruit platter for the day. <laughs> would be on well, between that. the so lot of have you. about you'd have about between the lot of us you'd have about oh. ten pieces of grapes, a uh, couple of pieces <laughs> of watermelon, and that was it. And that that was what we'd have to share for the day. <laughs> it was uh, it better was, over the years. Now, it, was for cos- now. it was for cosmetic reasons. <laughs> we're giving uh, you some fruit, yeah. um, but share yeah, it. Yeah, we're giving <laughs> ration it's, it out. So it's an I remember, one. I remember one one player. Yeah, I remember one place, and a, a, um, a lot of a lot of us riders, we take our own electrolyte drinks to the races, right? We're our own powders, and we use water obviously to mix it up, right? But we always use the water to, to the races. We didn't we didn't have that water there, so we go to we'd ask for water. We go to the to the office and say, listen, can we get some water? And a couple of the jocks said that they got rejected and said, no, the, we got told to bring our own water. We couldn't we couldn't oh. use water to to mix their drinks. Obviously, that was quite a few years ago. It's a lot better now, but yeah. <laughs> Time, times have changed. Times have changed. Yeah. Times have definitely changed. This is good. So they, so Bring your own sure. water. Yeah. Before we go mm-hmm. on, Michael, I want to ask you about. Um, I want to thank you, not for blowing everyone away mm-hmm. with this horse, Silly Salmon, a couple of Friday nights ago. How did that win? Yeah. It was a good win. Well done, but gee whiz, no one expected it. Was, it. it was a very good win. Yeah. No, well, I'll tell you what, to be honest, they. They gave me a good tip about it before before the race. Yep. Um, and the connection said, look, this horse has been working well, put out on the farm, had, I think, a private jump out out there, and they were really happy. And, and James said to me, it had been working just as good as what it was when it was in Melbourne. And he just said, look, if it's going as good as that, he says, it'll beat these. And um, we anticipated that we wouldn't be too far off, and we thought we'd be sort of just in behind them somewhere, not too far off. 
and it just ordered out of the gates. It just crawled out. And it did the start before. I think it was at Ballarat. I think it's all down there in Melbourne. It did it start before. But it's only ever done it once. Anyway, so it's done that. We've gone about 200 metres. Lucky enough, they're going very hard in front. But I come around the home turn. I'm coming down the straight and I'm riding it. And all I could think at the back of my head was, this is going to be the best thing beat all night if I don't get there. Mm-hmm. And fortunately enough, I've got there the last 50 metres. So, yeah, it was a very good win. So I think the horse is going around next Saturday, actually, and um, I'm really looking forward to riding it again, actually. So, yeah. And, and James Moore. I don't know much about James Moore. Mm. Yeah, James, um, he, his father, obviously, everyone knows his father trains over, um, what, he's over in Macau, but I think they're... Oh, that's jo- um, um, John Moore. John Moore, is that his Gary. father? Yeah, Gary, John. Gary, oh, Gary yeah. Moore. Okay, Gary, Gary, Gary John. not John, Gary Moore. Yeah, Gary, Gary Moore's son. I I met them years ago when I went to Macau for a meeting ah. um, before Gary moved over here. But, um, yeah, he was telling me, I think Macau's shutting up, same, pretty much the same yes. as um, Singapore. Yep. So, yeah, but anyway, so, no, I've, I've known the family for years. Um, when Gary was training over here, um, he gave me a lot of opportunities. So, yeah, um, just fortunately enough, um, James uh, called me up and said, I've got this horse, would you like to ride it? And yeah, I said, definitely. And then, yeah, obviously uh, it worked out. Good stuff. Gary was an interesting character, a sort mm. of extrovert a little bit. He's really him. different. Yeah. When, when yeah. I was in Macau, when yeah. I was in Macau, he cornelled a race one night and uh, Christoph Samoulian yeah. rode one horse and Johnny Didham rode the second horse. And then he... Came into the mounting when they met them at the gate, and then coming walking into the mounting yard, he had a canary yellow jacket on, and he was had the winner <laughs> and second horse, and he was skipping, kicking his heels up as he was walking them into the <laughs> into the mounting yard. Everyone's, and then when they did stood for the photo, he pulled Christoph off, yeah. and he swung on the horse himself. Oh. And and then had no. his hands above his head. Yeah, he got he got a big fine. It was it was very funny. And everyone was like Morgali. They used to call him Morgali. Everyone was like, look at Morgali. Yeah. <laughs> he was out there. Look yeah, at Morgali. Yeah. He's different. He's yeah, different. imagine trying to do that in Australia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now you got a good book of rides tonight. Uh the first race you are riding Bolt, which is drawn gate one. Yep. What are you expecting with this horse? Yep. Oh, look, he's, look, he'll go forward and make his own luck. There's only really a couple of horses with speed in the race, so, look, we'll use the gate. Um, I'll see what Kelly says. This is the first time I'm riding the horse, and I could start looking at its replays. It's obviously led quite a few times, but it's also taken the fit. So I'm tipping it more or less just push forward, and, you know, if we lead, we lead. If not, we should be in the first three. I'd be surprised if we were any worse than that. And, yeah, look, um, he'll just make his own luck, I guess. Uh, race two, you're riding Lord Vader from an awkward draw for Adam Campton. Yeah, um, it's first time up to the 1300. It's been racing over shorter trips. Um, I haven't really spoke to Adam about it yet, but look, I, from the awkward draw, I anticipate they're going to tell me to push forward and to see how it plays out. Obviously, it's not a bad start, that 1300 out of the shoot. So we've got a long back straight there and sort of work out where, where we will land. But... Um, I didn't think it was the hardest race going around. There is a little bit of speed underneath me, but, yeah, I, I guess I'll see what Adam wants me to do. But I, I do anticipate he'll tell me to sort of roll forward and see how it plays. Race three, number four, Motel. Uh, Michael Nolan, well, you've got a few rides for Michael tonight. He's a good trainer. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, um, this one's interesting. Um, 
obviously comes from down Adelaide, um, South Australia. Um, I had to go right back to its form. I went back, for, I think it was a, a year ago when it won first up 1,200. And I tell you what, it was a hell of a win, albeit it was on a wet track. But, I mean, going to the 500, it was about three, four lengths off the second last horse. And it flew home down the outside and won quite easy. Now, it's obviously going to be beaten to speed early in this race. Um, so, look, I don't anticipate it'll be travelling at any any stage. I'm just banking on going quite hard up front. I know it's a small field, but if there can be some sort of speed early, you know, there's no, I can't see why he can't get, you know, get over the top of him. But um, it'd be quite interesting to see how he goes. Obviously, a couple of the horses um, up above him have got quite a big weight. Um, but yeah, look, if they if they go quite quick early, uh, he definitely can get home and um, get over the top of him. Now you're riding the mare Alpha Lily again for Michael Nolan in race four now. She's never far away, and she has run some good races in town, but she just struggles to win. Yeah, she does. I didn't mind her run the other day over the 1,100. I know it's a, it's a um, backup this week, but I thought the last sort of 100 metres, she was she was winding up quite well. They just sort of, she travelled quite well, but just didn't have the sprint that the others had. But I just thought the last 100 metres, she started working into it really well, and obviously Michael's found this 1,300. She's only got 54. Um, look, she should... She shouldn't be too far off him. She should be in the first four or five, hopefully, and oh, man, there's only seven in it, but hopefully she won't be too far off him on the turn and see what she can do. Race five, you ride Exotic Miss. <laughs> yeah, um, I really like this horse. So I went back and watched its replays, and I mean, the form behind its last start, of, um, the horse had beat it. it. It's gone on, hasn't won, but it's placed in pretty good three-odd races in town. That's a real ascot, so... And we only got beat 1.2. So this kind of race, it's pretty pretty damn good form for this race. Obviously awkwardly drawn, but I think we just push forward and see if we can get in somewhere, either whether we lead or just sit sit off them. Um, there is a couple inside with a bit of speed, but yeah, 1,100 metres to one, but we just push forward and see how it works out. And in race six tonight, you're riding Dusty I Am for Troy Pascoe, struggling a little bit for form? Yep. Yeah, I think so, and I mean, I've, I've, a lot of these are obviously. Um, I'm not sure. I think the horse is dual, dual nominated for somewhere else. I'm not sure if it's racing, going to race there tonight, or, or um, yeah, I'm not sure what he's going to do. But yeah, look, he um, he should just be midfield somewhere, and or maybe a bit closer, going up to the mile. I'll see what what Troy wants me to do, and and um, go from there. I guess so I haven't spoke to Troy about it, to be honest. Michael, it's been uh, it's a big week in racing uh, right around Australia, around the world, really. Melbourne Cup week. It's uh, it's uh, it's been pretty good watching on the, the, those races down south, and uh, been some big highlights. I'm sure. I'm sure you you watched the Melbourne Cup. I've spoken about it a few times on the punters, mate, and then uh, obviously here on the Darling Download, the ride of Mark Zara's in the Melbourne Cup. Gee, it was top shelf, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it? What? Yeah, I actually. Um, I had an easy day. I had four scratching on Tuesday, so I was able to get home in time to watch the Melbourne Cup. And um, obviously, watching it live. I mean, every time I watch the Cup, it just just gives me goosebumps. Like just then coming down the straight the first time, it's just the anticipation, everything. Anyway, and as soon as I saw Mark hit the front, I was going wow. And then so what I had to do is I had to re- rewind it and just watch just watch every section of the race of how he did it. Just amazing. Just, I mean, this is why they're number one jocks. You know? I mean, the pressure they're under. Not only that, let's be mindful. 
he had to sit there and pick which one to ride. Mm, but the yeah. way he rode it was just, you know, just, yeah, magic, absolute I mean, magic. And, um, you know, <clears throat> you're right, sorry. No, I was going to say, I thought uh, when he ducked over to the fence early, I mm. thought, ooh, I don't know about that. He might have a bit of trouble getting off the fence. Even down down the back, I thought, well, he's still mm. stuck on the fence. But they just seem to have a way, some of those, uh, in the Melbourne Cup, and Bossy was the same when he got through on Maccabi Diva, just sliced through. I mean, sometimes mm. it works, sometimes it doesn't, and no one knows better than you guys. But, gee, it all panned out beautifully for well, him, Well, he, he just rode it with so much it, confidence, yeah. I thought. You know, he, yeah, he was yeah. like, was it doesn't matter where I'm about to say. When I where I point this horse's head, it's just going to take me, and and it did mm. exactly that. Yeah, it's great win, Michael. Yeah, well, still obviously, oh, obviously he. No, I was just going to say. Obviously, he knows what it takes to win the Melbourne Cup, but, but you know, jockeys like Zara who rides in Melbourne, you know, all the time, they know that every blade of grass on it. They know how yeah. those sort of races pan out. So he would have known at the back. He said, "Okay, I need to get out this certain point. There will be runs. I just got to be lucky and get them." And, and he did. So it paid off for him. Yeah, it was a ripper ride. Thanks for joining us, Michael, and best of luck tonight. No, thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Cheers. There is Michael Halliart. We'll get a quick break out of the way, and we will be back on the other side. Yes, it is. It's tipping time, you little beauty. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning. We've got six of the best tonight at Toowoomba, and it is tipping time. Let's find a few winners tonight up the range. Looking forward to that. As I welcome John Davies from Aquas Farm. And, JD, how's the week been? I tell you what, I'm going to uh, tell you that I am look like uh, next week I'll be mowing lawns and doing whippersnippering just around Brisbane, anyone that'll give me a gig because I am out of pennies. Sam's I, mowing. I have dead set. Just I've just dead set made a meal of it this week. But one man who has came in dripping in gold is Chris Nelson because April in Augusta wins. He tips without a fight. He is dead set. Well, he got, his chauffeur dropped him off in a Rolls Royce this morning. So that's how good Chris is. If going. only, if only, JD. Only. Well done, Chris. Thank you. Sure I, no, I didn't put any... Yeah, she was. So uh, onward and upward with her. I don't know. what What's next? She'll need an Aqua Stallion too. She she, she will need well, an Aqua Stallion. She can win a few more races on in town, like a listed race or something. She'd be worth a few dollars, wouldn't she? Yeah, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Already a Metropolitan winner now, so it's a good good box to tick. And uh, now, uh, you know, you can go and search for some black type over the summer carnival, which would be nice. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll have to have a word to Kelly about where we head next. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just inform you that at one he was, uh, he was having shots at Crown Casino, and he sent Kelly Schweder a text message saying, "I love you." So yeah, got, got a bit loose. He got a bit loose, old Chris. Eh? You know what, Kelly? You know, how, you know how down to earth Kelly is. You know what he wrote back? What? Just said. Well done, mate. That was, it. That was all he put down yeah, there. He just I, did I didn't that. get I love you back or anything. He didn't know what to make of it. He didn't know what to make of it. <laughs> I didn't get a same here, mate, or anything like that. Nothing, but that's right okay. Right. Let's get care. our tips out of the way. Toowoomba, I am going race two, number four. Geraldine's wish for the Darling Downloads favourite trainer, Kevin Kemp. He'll be ready to strike after a big week in Melbourne. JD. Um, Toowoomba race four, number one, micro. Uh, Best form lines hasn't had a heap of luck. 
uh, last few starts either. So drop back in class and uh, hopefully can get the job done. I am Toowoomba race three, number five. Rose by design for Soraya Champkin. I thought the run in town last start was very good against the tempo. This is a lot easier. Doombin, I am going race six, number five, Sergeant Holker. I backed this at $26. We go. Uh, The Darling Downlow's very own tipping superstar. Had four tips last week, four winners. Uh, Hopefully he gets the money on this at a price. So hang on. I didn't put tips in last week. So do I get Wigos? Oh, no. I don't know about (laughs) that. If anyone needs Wigos, it's mine. It's me. (laughs) JD. Uh, I'm um, Doombin Race 1, number 7, Mashani Aloha. Uh, Mm. He's a... Nice filly by Kobayashi, who's one of our stallions. He's actually the leading um, two-year-old stallion in the country by winners and wins at the moment. And I think he can add to his tally with this filly. She was very good on debut and uh, divine, uh, divine Force, who won that race, obviously won again. And uh, yep. I think she'll be much better for the run. I'll go uh, Doombin in the Keith Nowd, race eight, number 10, Zarastro. Well, he should just be far too good for them. All right. And around the country, here I go. Race six at Flemington, number five, Airman, to beat Imperatrez. Oh. Wow. JD. Are you sure? He's, he, just, <laughs> he was just picking himself up from the floor. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you've got to be a thrill seeker. Sometimes you've got to be a thrill seeker. He's looking seeker. for odds. It's that late in the cup week. He yeah. needs a, a long need, odds winner. I need value. Yeah. I'm sure. A fine I'm line sure. between break three and vanity. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. flirting we, with it. We will see. We will see. Um, <laughs> we will see. We'll see. I'll watch that race with interest now. I might even throw it in my quaddy. Um, No, I won't. I am... <laughs> Going to Sydney, the Five Diamonds, Antino. Please, please, Antino. Yes, I'm with you. Same race, same number, same horse. Hopefully, the same result. No, different result. Sorry, we want to win this time. It'll love 1800. It'll just up, be up there and bowling. It should just win. Hope so. All right. Uh, best of luck, JD. Thanks. Best of luck, Sam. You might need it in the sprint. <laughs> if that win, if that beats Imperatrice, JD, we give him an extra three oh, points. Give him double points. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wins, I like it. I like it. If that it. wins, we'll give you six points for the winner. I like this. I Only like fair. This. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. You know what? Straight races, they can be tricky. They can be tricky. Well, they can. She mightn't go up the straight. You never Does know. Does she lead? Does she just sit she off? Prob- she will lead. She might get lost if she leads. But Airman will come storming home. I can feel it. That is us done and dusted for another week on the Darling Download. We look forward to you joining us again same time next week. Good luck, Chris O. Good luck, Sammy.